Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome to Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. Uh, you know, at the end of Hour 1, we realized, uh, finally I realized what Vinny was talking about with this shark repellent cloud of red goo or something that he releases if a shark gets too close and makes him uncomfortable. It's uh, one of those pixie stick things you get at the candy store. And, uh, yeah, Vinny, you ought to just stick, if you haven't used it in a while, just stick it in your mouth. It's just full of sugar. It, it looks right? just like that, exactly. Yeah. It's a little pixie stick. Uh, it also works as shark repellent, according to Vinny Two Tanks. But but the, but, the manufacturer has admitted that it's, they, they don't think it's that effective. Well, who cares? It's, it's sweet something. and yeah, a I delicious treat. I Not could. that effective. <laughs> Not the best marketing campaign. Yeah. You know, it's something to try if you're an idiot. Uh, but, you know, we just thought we'd want to pass that Give the shark some sugar. Okay. Let's move on to some more positive things and maybe, uh, you know, more useful information as a diver. We got Mark Young from the Scuba Show in Long Beach, California with us right now. Mark, how you doing, buddy? Uh, good morning, Greg. Could you hear me? Or good afternoon. Yes. Well, a little bit of both, depending on where you are on the planet. But, yeah, it, it's good to hear your voice again, Mark. We had a great show. Uh, you know, I had to blow out of there a little bit early on Sunday a couple weeks ago, but what an event it was. Congratulations to you and your crew for putting on a great scuba diving event. It just keeps getting bigger and better than ever. You know, there was a lot of hype for this year's scuba show in Long Beach, but I, what I saw, it easily eclipsed even the hype, I think. I mean, the crowd on Saturday morning, especially when we opened the show and cut that mermaid in half, which, by the way, we have not heard from yet today. So I'm I'm expecting to hear from her or her lawyer. <laughs> but regardless, uh, it was a huge success. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, and you know, we, uh, leading up to the show, we never know. We don't know really what to expect. We always expect a good crowd. Yeah, it's a testament to um, diving in general. Uh, the market out there is terrific. Mm-hmm. And in particular, the exhibitors, uh, the, the, I always say this and it sounds a little funny, but, uh, everybody's on such the same plane out there. You know, the, the, the consumers absolutely love diving. They travel the world. The exhibitors do this because of their passion right. and the, the way they all interact is just, uh, makes it a fun place. Makes no, it a great place. I agree. Uh, all the people we, uh, hung with, uh, at, at the show, they're just, like you said, they're really hardcore into diving. Uh, and, and just really love coming together and uh, celebrating our passion uh, for that. So much so 
Like on Saturday morning, what really blew me away at this year's event, they they always show up early because like on Saturday morning, the first day of the show, uh, Mark and, uh, and, and their crew, they uh, set up these little giveaways. So like the first 25 people in line will get like a dive light or something like that. And it's a really nice prize, like, you know, 70 bucks or something. Nice little carrot to throw out there for people showing up early. And usually, you know, people show up an hour or so early on Saturday morning. That's been going for the last uh, couple years. Well, probably more than that, actually, because of this uh, like little program that you've done, Mark. But this year... There were literally, I I got there at 7 a.m., and there were about 10 people in line that said they had been in line already for for 15 minutes. This was at, so 6.45, the show opens at 10 a.m. I mean, they're that dedicated. They were that, you know, they, and, and I don't even know if they were just doing it because of the, the prize. I think they were just so excited to get out and do the show. They didn't really say they were there to to win the prize, even though they did. Uh, but it just goes to show you the demand and the passion people out there on the West Coast have for diving. You think? Or what, Mark? Well, you, you, know, you almost can't say it's for the first 25 people to get a light because hundreds show up. Right. And obviously, all, know they're not, all of them know they're not going to get anything. Yeah, true. Uh, it's, it's just, I think it's you. <laughs> oh, well, of course. Yes, we'll they, take credit. They come, Why they not? Come in for, they come in for the pre-show. Uh, well, maybe word uh, got out that we were potentially going to sacrifice a mermaid uh, to open. No, the show. no, actually, no, that word did not get out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but I, I do have to tell you, and I've told this to hundred people, not yeah. hundred people. That's an exaggeration. Tons of people uh-huh. uh, that I watched it. Yeah, I watched everybody else watch it, and everybody was in complete awe. Yes. Because Rachel, the mermaid, got into that box that she was when, when the door was open, she was crammed into it, uh-huh. uh, hunched over, crammed into the box. You could see all around all four sides. People were standing all around that thing. Right. There was no, she didn't go through the floor because the uh, the it's a solid concrete mm-hmm. where you do your where you do your thing. It's a concrete floor. And then they put the blade through her. Then they put two garbage cans on the top and the bottom right yeah. through the heel. She was like Swiss you, cheese. You could Every. see through the hole. You could see through the big holes, mm-hmm. and her hand there, shaking hands with you or somebody, right? And uh, and I, and I and when I, when he when uh, when uh, Scott got done, the magician, mm-hmm. uh, who's a cool guy by the way, I, I went up to him and I said, "Hey, I don't even want to know if 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 we're at the party tonight and we're drinking." And I ask you to tell me, do not tell me. I'd rather just be in awe about what I saw. <laughs> so it's pretty. Well, no, he he told me uh, how he did it. I don't want to know. No, I don't want to know. No, no, it's magic. No, no. He, he's a wizard. Uh, <laughs> that's that's how he did it. That's exactly how he did it. It was so, an abracadabra moment. Yeah, it was. And then you know, at the party Saturday night, uh, Scott did some more magic. He uh, escaped out of a straitjacket. He called it a magician's BC. But it was what we typically call a, a straitjacket. He did that classic magician type thing and uh, uh, took off the straitjacket in like, what, 30 seconds or a minute or something. It was pretty remarkable to see him do that. So, uh, yeah. At a time, we were, we were lucky to have him at the party that night for the first hour or so. He was walking around the crowd doing tricks, and that was nice. Yes. Well, and he got stage and did the Houdini I, thing. Exactly. And, and I, but I was just thankful that, uh, you know, I saw Rachel after the trick, and she was in one piece. I didn't check her, 
you know, thoroughly for cuts and bruises and things like that. And I haven't heard from her since. So I, I assume she's still uh, safe and everything. But I was a little concerned, like, oh, boy, this could be this could end terribly wrong. But uh, I think it, wor- it worked out OK. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, Jerry, what do you think? Greg, I have a question for Mark. Yeah. So, you know, Mark, I mean, you've been friends for a little while now. And, eh, acquaintances. You know, I think the world of you and do anything for you. But there was a picture I seen that, uh, you know, I, I, I just need to know the truth about. The picture. Uh, you had a, a, a bird on your head and Greg had some. Oh, the pink flamingo picture and, that made its round on Facebook. you for all this. Is that the truth or, or what? No, the, the, the truth is when you're so cool. Right. You really have to lower yourself to everybody else's level. Yeah. So I put the flamingo on my head and hung out with Greg. Right. So he could uh, uh, so, mingle so with so the common Greg man. Yes. Yes, That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there's you have your fun at my expense, Jerry. Why not? I don't care. I have no I have no standards. But yeah, no, it was a cool little uh actually it was it was for our, uh, the dive into the pink uh, group that uh well, Greg, cancer you know breast cancer both. awareness. So that's why we did that uh, silly picture, and it it made its rounds, and it's got its comments. But it's what we do when divers get together, and they're not in the water. We do silly stuff like that sometimes, it's right, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes. And next year, scubashow.com. Check it out. Be there. It's going to be a great event. Once again, congratulations, Mark, on a great event, and we'll see you then. Okay. Hey, Greg. Thanks so much for doing what you do. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer, and Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Terek is the best, most intuitive, and reliable wristwatch-sized dive computer on the market. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Saba St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, Humpback Whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. Scuba action star Mike Scott is back in a new audiobook, Cayman Cowboys, Reefs Under Pressure. From author Eric Douglas comes the one that started it all. Listen as Mike deals with submarines, kidnapping, betrayal, and more. He didn't even have fins or a mask to let him see in the water. He was going to be slow and blind. If it weren't for the float, he knew there would be no way he would ever make it to the surface. Download Cayman Cowboys or Oil and Water, Return to Cayman, Turks and Chaos, and Lionfish at Amazon, BooksbyEric.com, and Audible.com. 
Your surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Hey guys, it's me. And I just wanted to remind you. This shark, swallow you whole. But I'm scared of sharks. 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 They'll bite you. Stay away, shark. Sharks are fast. Sharks are mean. Sharks will bite you in the spleen. Sharks are fast. Sharks are mean. Sharks will bite you in the spleen. I'll catch this bird for you. It ain't gonna be easy. Bad fish. Stay away, shark. I don't wanna get my leg bit off by a shark. Shark, 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 shark. You don't know me. Stay away, shark. You don't know what I got. Yeah, uh, man, I'm not so sure about that. I think we do. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. If you're a diver, uh, your odds of uh, dealing with sharks are way better than those pesky snorkelers and and surfers. So uh, play the odds. Be a diver. How's that for you know marketing uh, ploy for scuba diving to grow our industry? Not the worst I've heard. Okay. Well, I'll take it. Um, all right. Well, uh, there you go. Um, it, the other uh, option you have is, uh, buy a, a bunch of pixie sticks, uh, like NVIDIA two tanks and use shark repellent. No, I don't think that. And if you don't use it on the dive, you know, come back up on your surface so and we'll get the, a sugar shot. Is the strategy to make the shark's teeth rot out? Is that it, Vinny? Or is it a distraction technique like inking? And maybe it is. Maybe they, uh, they, they enjoy the sugar rush like the, like us humans. With your uh, it's, shark, it's a distraction technique. Distraction. Yeah. You're going to get the shark diabetes. Yeah, it may, you know. If, but look, <laughs> that's too much damn shit. The shark might it, have to get a root canal, but at least it won't bite you. Well, it's better than nothing. Right. At least I had something. Yeah. You were asking for about stuff like that. I had one item. Yeah. I. I you You're know. I've had putting sugar on yourself like a sweet tooth. Mmm. Mm. Yeah. A, a marinade. Vinny, a Vinny Sunday. It's kind of like a spice marinade. A banana spit. I think that uh, you know over the years we've had many uh, devices uh, come up in through the you know ranks and pretty much really didn't pan out much. You know they got those. Uh, you know, electronic uh, devices that you can put on surfboards, a little wear it on I their ankles. I think the stripes did kind of work, right? Like the, the, well, I don't the know. sea snake stripes. Mm, they say that maybe that does. Visually, that's like the only thing that had a little bit of an effect. But I, I think it varies from shark species to shark species. You know, it's just, uh, it depends. Yeah, and where you are in the world. Like, you know, I go back to the Red Sea where that one incident happened and the video happened. When I was there, they, you know, the Red Sea is known for their oceanic white tips. Yeah, they might be. I, I eat snakes like biscotti. I don't know if they do or not. Uh, and actually, I don't remember if we saw sea snakes on that trip. I don't think I did, actually. But but the oceanic white tips are known to be a little, I don't know, testy. They got a reputation and so when we saw those on the dive, swimming around the Red Sea and all these cool atolls with all the different critters and everything, I mean, they were spectacular-looking animals, but I ain't going to lie. I did look at them a little bit more, you know, cautiously than I typically would, you know, when I'm diving in the Caribbean and seeing a Caribbean reef shark or something. 
uh, because I know they have a reputation. Like a bull shark. When you see a bull shark in the Caribbean, they have a reputation for being a little unpredictable. Now, most of the time, I mean, you know, they won't bother you. But in, in any species, they most of the time, they will not bother you when you're diving at all, unless you're wearing like a meat necklace or something. A uh, bull shark, I mean, they're, they're your best friend right now. And then next thing you know, they're trying to rip your head off. I don't know where he got that. Where'd you get well, that? That's how it's always been, Greg. I mean, they're so unpredictable. Well, oh, okay. I, I don't. I but it's usually something triggers them. Is is my point? But they, uh, but they don't know what it is. A big, and why shiny, hiney. they just can have an attitude. And if they get into that attitude, or someone's like maybe spearing a fish near you or whatever, big yeah. Fat buttocks. But you're going to look at them a little different than you would look at a nurse shark or even a Caribbean reef shark, maybe. Uh, just Nurses are there to help you. Well, duh. They can live in fresh water. They can. The bull sharks are very versatile in that yeah. sense. So they yeah, could they true. they could surprise you when you're. They'll uh, get you. They'll get you. I don't think so. Not, they'll get you. Know, you still the odds even with all those critters. Oh, never, they'll get you. But but if it's in the back of your mind, you know, like like the oceanic is uh, being you know a species that you gotta you know you you've heard stories. You know, you're going to watch them, and you maintain eye contact with them. I never had any incident whatsoever with them in the Red Sea, but I did watch them a little closer just because of that. So that's what you should do. Maintain the how eye many, contact. How many did you see? Oh, I saw several throughout the week of several, diving in the Red seven. Sea. Yeah, we'd see. Uh, you yeah, Actually, the the generally, they would come around the divers towards the end of the end of the dive, like on our safe uh, safety stop. Uh, and they weren't shy. They weren't shy of the divers, you know, whether that's because, you know, I don't know if they've had shark feeds or whatever, but I mean, we'd have a lot of divers in the water and next thing you know, here come the oceanic white tips and we're like, Whoa, there they are. And they have longer, you know, fins time to eat. They're not as long and sleek as like a thresher shark, but, uh, they're, you know, they're typically longer than, you know, like a Caribbean reef or target tiger shark, or what we see in the Caribbean. And so they're a little sleeker looking type of animal. They, they look, uh, very, very plain, like an airplane type of, uh, critter, the way they glide through the water. So they can, uh, you know, but they look curious and, and I would say that they probably act like, you know, they've, uh. They're they're at a feeding station sometimes is what I noticed. So maybe well, they. Well, I mean they they cruise the ocean all the time. Well, they so. do, but I, I don't know if they do oceanic feedings there in the Red Sea. I don't have any idea. But uh, but but it looked like the type of situation where you go to say a uh, feeding station in the Caribbean and you'd see Caribbean reef sharks. Uh, that would come and check out the divers because typically they don't do that. But if you're in a site where maybe there's a dive operator that runs a, a shark dive there, uh, they'll come in and they'll be a little less shy than your typical sharks that you know don't uh, get fed. They see you guys on your safety stop. Yeah, like, they'll Ooh, come a check buffet. Out. Yeah, they'll say no. They'll they'll go. Hey, is he got any food for me? Oh no. Okay, see ya. And they'll cruise around, check you out a little bit. Prime and, rib. Huh? Again? No, no, that's not what they're thinking. Uh, and, and you know, so that's kind of what I experienced in uh, in the Red Sea. So you know, you just gotta be aware of it. That's all. Maintain that eye contact. I think you'd be fine. Once again, um, eh, they're mostly bothering the snorkelers and the snurfer surfers. The snurfers. Yeah, the snurfers. <laughs> they're snurfers too. I mean, we don't need any of them. Uh, so we'll leave it at that.
And, uh, you know, like I said, I, that pixie, how long have you had this uh, pixie dust for sharks, Benny? Boy, um, how many years, you figure? I've had it for several years. Yeah. And you never used it. You just had it in your BC pocket just I in just case. I just bought it because I saw it and I said, I'm going to get one. Is just, it? You, just, I, I just. It's like shark glitter. I mean, maybe that's what it should be called. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. But shark glitter. And you're just like, wee! the water. Yeah, like an like a underwater fairy. If you see one, you'll know it's Vinny. All right, more coming up. Stay close. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top-down at Explore Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explore Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explore Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explore Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explore Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Saba St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explore Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1 800 322 3577. That's 1 800 322 3577. Or visit exploreventures.com. That's exploreventures.com. <laughs> surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Snorkel shot! Snorkel shot! This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. All right, so a scuba show was a couple weeks ago. We had a great time. And by the way, congratulations. The, the first guy in line ended up winning a trip to the Turks and Caicos uh on the uh on the uh liveaboard with explorer ventures because he was first or no something else? It just, it, you know he ended up being one of the final contestants in our little gameplay that we had in between cutting a mermaid and have to open the show uh and he happened to be the first person in line i he was one of the contestants and sure enough he ended up winning the big prize wow he was the big cool. wiener he's going on your cruise or a different one uh well actually he had the choice and he wisely decided chose to, to pick a different week yeah exactly so uh but what was nice is that he's a first responder out there in california very cool. and uh so congratulations to him now you don't have to wait and try to win a trip you can just join us as we mentioned earlier on the show 
$1,000 off uh, deal is going on right now with Explore Ventures on that trip, August 12th, that we're going to be on with the scuba magician, mermaid Kristen Kelly. And we're going to do a broadcast. We're going to do a radio show from the deck of the boat. You can participate in that as well just by changing your name to protect the guilty. That's what we do. So if you're concerned that something will be exposed, uh, fear not. We will change your name to protect I will be. Your if identity. I did it, I would be Sunny One Tank. Sunny One Tank? Really? And uh, you, would, you would do that just so people wouldn't be confused? So they wouldn't think I was Vinny. Right. Oh, you wouldn't sunny wanna, One Tank. Because chances are, you know, Vinny wouldn't have a problem being exposed in more ways than one. Stop it. Is that right, Vinny? Any comment? You make it sound like a if you, if you pay me the hundred, I'll do it just to, just because. He 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 bucks. reads way more into our words sometimes. Do you notice that? Well, you do kind of lead him down that path. Well, no, I I wasn't leading him to anything yeah, like are. that. No, I I well, was. Well, Greg not. is a leader. Well, I, a I fearless I, leader. I'm a you know I'm a dive instructor, but Vinny, is it true on your last dive boat your nickname was Snuffleupagus? Oh. Uh, <laughs> no comment. No, I hadn't heard that comment. one before. All right, but oh, he, you can see you can see the wheels turning on the closed oh, cur- uh, caption bird. video YouTube black, and it's they're moving very very slowly. But that's fine. Oh God, WD forty. We love them. We love our Vinny two tanks. Uh, so so there you go. I don't know. He might even be on the boat that week. He's flirting with the idea. Is that right, Vinny? Or do we yeah, know? Yeah, considering it. Okay. Yeah. All right. It'll depend, and uh, yeah, so who knows? There could be some other surprises on the boat that, uh, you know, and, and I can tell you right now, it will be a blast. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be some great diving. We're going to sh- shoot a video. If you go to scubaradio.com, uh, we have a video that runs when you're watching, uh, when you pull pull up the website on on a computer. I don't think it necessarily plays automatically when you're on your phone. But if you go to scubaradio.com on your computer, uh, the first thing that pops up is this video, and it's actually a video we shot many years ago with a scuba cowboy, and uh, it's it's actually from the Turks and Caicos, and it still looks great to this day, even though it's I think it's over 12 years old or something. Mm. So one of the things we're planning to do is shoot a new video. Uh, and 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 replace that with an updated version. You know, much higher definition cameras and new mermaids and well, magic now, minute, and God Greg, knows what you else. Can't do that because me and CJ won't be there. All the better. Correct. Exactly. He's trying to make it look he said good. Updated. Remember, Jerry? So updated everything, including crew and cat. Oh, all in your face! Oh. Shots fired. Oh. <laughs> Right through the heart. There Acid you go. Acid she devil. <laughs> yeah. Well, shark well, baits all I could say. Well, yeah, you're not going to be there, Jerry. So you know, sorry. Yeah, you know, I, I, I could, uh, I could been there, done that. I, I, I could uh, Photoshop a man every now and then when we need a rube. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, I love you too. <laughs> hey, Rubik's cube is what he meant. Yeah. No, whenever we uh, bring up the part like, hey, we're in the Turks and Caicos and we want to drill home the fact that when you're on the boat with us, uh, with Explore Ventures, you get to tell your your friends back home and everyone that's not on the boat with you to suck it, losers. Right. That's one of the things you do. And so, uh, so, yeah, maybe we can just 
you know, pop up uh, Jerry's head when we bring that uh, element up. I could, I could superimpose that with him not even being on the boat. It's doable. You know, we got AI. Or you could just say it. Yeah, I think we got to use his, you know, use a, a likeness of him too. I think it would make sense. Somebody to abuse our foil, you know, kind of, yeah. Anyway, so we'll, we'll see about doing that. But uh, it, it will be a, a great trip. Uh, Turks and Caicos, awesome place to dive. Uh, Kristen, I know you're looking forward to it as well as Kelly. Uh, have you been to Turks before? Ever? No, I haven't. I've, I have not. I've just been living vicariously through all of your videos that are on the website. Yes. Well, I, I'm telling you, this is one of the best places on the planet to dive. And it's so easy. The visibility, great. And one of the great things about the Turks and Caicos Explorer 2 liveaboard boat itself is it's more like a yacht. It's not really a uh, a traditional, you know, I don't know, cargo ship or like you see some of the other liveaboards that look a little a little bit more industrial. This is looks like you know, you're you're diving off your own private yacht, which you kind of are. I mean, it's very comfortable. Yeah, and on the top deck of the very fun Turks and Caicos Explorer Two liveaboard is one of my favorite places on the planet. Because uh, you go up there on the flybridge uh, deck, it's literally like four levels off the ocean. And hurl. <clears throat> no, you do not. We're anchored off in the evening, and <clears throat> you turn off the lights. I, the, I thought that's what you did, is you throw up. No, you do not. So, I, don't I know you get seasick. I've never, I've never been. Fish the, the, I this know sick, you do get seasick. So. No, no, no. I, not on this boat. This is a 120-foot, pretty much kind of like a super yacht type of thing. Oh, I'm sure it's not the boat. It's you. No, it's not. I don't get sick. I've never been sick on this boat, ever. Well, maybe and, hey, uh, because time for everything. No, no. I've been in rough seas. This is a very big, stable well, vessel platform. <clears throat> Check off the list. Will you stop? <laughs> he's a, he's just <laughs> so jelly. No, <laughs> Cock Johnson is jelly. That's what jelly. that is. And uh, you just stop it right now, young man. And I mean, young man, you know, as a joke. Glad you're not going to puke on me. <laughs> anyway, uh, top deck of the Turks and Caicos Explorer 2 liveaboard is magical, uh, even without a scuba magician on board, because you, you turn off the lights and you just do stargazing in the evening. Like, you know, the sun goes down and the stars come out. And I mean, I've seen, you know, meteor, meteor showers, all kinds of cool stuff. I think I even saw a UFO once. Actually, on the top deck, but that could have been. You seen a that could have had something to do with the water. free drinks that they uh, provide too. I don't know. What's that, Jerry? I thought you seen a UFO in the water off one of them. Oh, that's true. Well, that that was actually on the Saba liveaboard. We saw uh, we saw a UFO swim through the uh, ocean. Yeah, that wouldn't be an FO. No, no, no. It, it was, wouldn't be an underwater flying object. It'd be no. It flew through under- the water. It was super fast. It was a flash through our wake, under uh, about about uh, five feet under underwater the water. swimming. Object. It was when uh, they were having the underwater aliens that uh, people were reporting about a few years ago, and we, I was there, right there. I saw it. Yeah, it is what it is. Don't you know, they're you. here. No one well, believes you. That's where they're I, hiding. I that no one believes with you. you, Greg. I did that trip with you, and I didn't see. Nothing. Well, yeah, but you're not special. Like well, usually, you're they do special. probe the rubes, though. <laughs> that's true, and he probably got probed. Uh, several times. And he doesn't remember it. Yes. They they wipe, uh, wipe his brain cells. That's what they do. More coming up. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. 
your surface interval is complete. You're now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. Take a look at it on the ocean floor. Just go down there, take your scuba gear and go down there. One of you would do that, I know. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master, CJ in the studio with me, Jerry the Diver Guy, Vinny, two tanks, Mermaid Kristen connected via the web. And uh, yeah, what are you guys are texting back and forth on where we got to go next? Is that it, CJ? I'll let you tell. I'll let her tell you. Kristen is uh, what making requests beyond the Turks and Caicos, or what? What are you thinking, Kristen? Where do you want to go dive? Well, going back to the shark theme, I would love to go to the Galapagos. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They, they go, it's on my list of things to do for sure. I don't know if we're going to get out there uh, this year, but I'm hoping next year. Uh, I, I was talking about doing Palau and uh, and or or maybe both uh, the Galapagos. So it's on the radar, but uh, I don't think I'm going to get out there anytime soon. I mean, Explorer Ventures actually has one of the nicest liveaboard vessels on the planet in the area of the Galapagos. And uh, on my recent travels, I had a little family reunion. I was talking to some of my family, and we were they they just got back from the Galapagos. They still talk to you? They, That's for, impressive. Yeah, once a year they they allow that. But we we were comparing notes, and and some of my uh, cousins had uh, went to uh, the Galapagos. They just did a land thing, but they oh. just said it was phenomenal, you know, and and that kind of thing. So look at all the bird poop on the rocks. No, that's what I picture when I why. On top side, why? Why? Because they're always and the documentaries they always show all the all the boobies, right? They have boobies that poop all over the rocks. Have a lot of boobies. Top side, blue footed boobies. Yeah, and uh, that's what's unique about the Galapagos is the blue footed boobies. But it's not a lot of bird poop. Well, I mean, they got. I don't blame the birds. They got to go somewhere. Well, yeah, I I forget it. Something about what the uh, boobies eat. They eat uh, something unique that makes their uh, their feet. You know their their feet blue, so they get that's unique to that part like of the world. Pixie sticks, I think. No, I don't think it's uh, Vinny's uh, shark pixie uh, stick uh, repellent. I don't think so. I don't think so. But it, <laughs> but the blue version of it might. I might do that. But uh, but you got iguanas, you got uh, penguins, you got um, you know uh, scalloped hammerheads. Yeah, you got the now, hammerheads, you said it was, whale sharks. Uh, the water was relatively cool. Well, yeah. when I went, yeah, it's it is cool, pretty much year round. But at certain times of the year, it can be much worse and you know much cooler. I was, I was at uh, when I went. We were again kind of in between seasons, so it could have been really cool, uh, and it kind of lent that way uh, that it was much cooler. You know, I, I got, uh, I had a. Um, a great encounter with a sea lion, which was uh, really cool. That was actually the first dive I sea did. Sea lion that wanted to eat you? Well, yeah. I thought he just wanted to interact and play and have fun. And then I got back up out of the water and they said, uh, no, he was he was mouthing your head. He was going to bite your head off. He was not happy with me. And I'm like, well, he was playing. He seemed so happy. It's hard to read their emotions underwater. <laughs> But uh, but nothing happened bad. It was all good, and I was I was thankful that he waited until I got back up on the boat to tell me that though, 
Because if he would have told me that while I was in the water, I might have, you know, relieved myself. Had a tsunami? Yeah, and I was wearing an eight mil wetsuit. It would have been a, it would have been a gooey eight mess. Mil. It would have been a chocolate mess. Chocolate meal. mess, yeah. It would have been one of those. But uh, but we had, had killer whales. Pudding in your underpants. We had uh, whale sharks, you know, and I mean the killer whales. You know, they've been like, making the news quite a bit. Uh, you've seen the, you know, off the coast of Spain or whatever. They're uh, uh, they're attacking boats. The killer whales. You see that? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, and it's they're crazy. like, I don't know what's going on with the killer whales. I don't know what the boats did to them, but they're upset. They're irritated by the noise. They're, they're slightly noise. annoyed by them. And uh, scaring the fish away. Yeah. Well, and and I don't know if that's the case or not, but they're not happy with with the boats, and they've Get attacked in the boats. My belly. They they uh, broke the uh, the keel like the uh, you know they bit it off, and so made the sailboats uh, incapacitated. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's it's a smart tactic for sure. If you're going to disable the boat, that's what they did, evidently. So that's been an issue going on with the killer whales, and they say you know the killer whales are are uh, you know very smart. You don't hear uh, about killer whale incidents with divers. Or even snorkelers, for that matter, which is kind of odd, because even the you know they have situations where the killer whales, you know, uh, take out the sharks. Yeah, you know, and they're, they're they're actually the top predator. The the wolf of the sea is what they would call them, and and plus they're called killer whales. Yeah, so that's because they're killer. When I saw they, them in the Galapagos, some idiot from California jumped in the water with them. Well, you can just say someone from California. Okay, since we're not there now, couldn't have said that a couple of weeks ago. It would have that would have made a great video. Stuck if he got me bit. with a sieve. What, what's that, Vinny? That would have made a great video if he got bit. Well, you maybe camera on him. <laughs> I don't know. They they were the pod of whales we were watching in the Galapagos was uh, chasing a seal or sea lion, and they were catching it like a cat toy and flipping it out of their mouth, and then they'd swim after it and catch it again and. You know, they'd stop and start, and we'd follow them along in the boats, and this kid jumped in the water with them while they were stopped at one point. And uh, they started screaming at them, Good and they Lord. yanked him back out of the water. And, and uh, you know, we got back on the main vessel, and I went up to him. I said, dude, what what'd you do that for? He goes, man, I, I've always had that dream to be able to swim with killer whales. I mean, and I said, yeah, okay, I get it. He goes, so when I saw the opportunity, I didn't think. I just jumped in the water and did it. And they said, well, what was it like? He said, well, as soon as I jumped in, I I stopped and noticed they stopped too and started looking at me. And I'm, and I'm thinking, okay, don't be a seal. Don't be a seal. And then it kind of hit him that maybe I shouldn't be here. <laughs> and then, He's lucky, man. Yeah. He could have ended up looking like a goddamn Pez dispenser. Well, I, you know, maybe, maybe. Holy you know, God. Maybe he had some uh, pixie dusk with him. Uh, I don't think the eye contact would mean anything. Is it bowed at the bows? Yeah, the I don't know if that uh, plays uh, with the killer whales. Like, <laughs> look, at this, look at this idiot. <laughs> I, I think that's what the killer whales were saying, for sure. Uh, but the They're dive guys. laughing too hard to compose themselves. No, the dive guys, they were furious. Yeah, I'm sure they sh- the, the killer whales were uh, mildly amused. Like, look at his dummy, you know? But, uh, but you know, he had his he had his moment. You know, we've had that. So did he turn around and jump back on the ladder? No, they yanked him out of the water. Wow. Uh, uh, because he was, you know, he was wearing a BC or something 
or maybe uh, or whatever. But oh, he was close enough to the boat. Yeah, he was on. Just... He was on the surface. He just he went in with his mask. So and he's snorkel. right next to the boat. So somebody just yeah, grabbed him. they grabbed. They were screaming at him like, "What are you doing?" And they they you know got the boat close enough to him and yanked him back in the boat real quick. So he was only in the water. Yeah, that for, would have been a lot of paperwork. Yeah, once you get back for sure. to the dock, about thirty. I bet he was in the water maybe thirty seconds, but just enough for him to realize like, uh, this probably isn't a good idea. <laughs> but you know, he checked that box and lived through it. And uh, I don't. I wouldn't advise that. I mean, it's kind of just as cool to see him from a boat. I don't know that I have to be in the water with him, even though you know, I don't think I would be. I don't know that I'd be afraid to see killer whales underwater i was in the water with them too they didn't bother me i i just didn't see them when they swam behind nervous you're you guys are in that dolphin herd in california yeah we were in a herd is that what they it's a pod what do they call them it's not a herd i think it's a cows it's a gaggle no that's a pod see murder a murder of dolphins no there was a lot of them wasn't there there's a there's hundreds of dolphins that we saw there in Catalina, yes. There was a mil- Would you uh, have jumped in the water with all them dolphins like uh, that? If it wasn't, it was a little cold, chilly. Well, it was cold, yes. But they honestly, so fast that if you would have jumped in, they would have been long gone past you. Well, that and there were so many of them. I you would you couldn't have jumped out in the water and not hit them. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Crazy. Yeah, it would have been dangerous. All right. Anyway, we're gonna wrap it up with that. Uh, good memories, for sure, as we wrap up today's edition of The Big Show. Till next time, remember, it's always better wear, gang. Come on. Down where it's wetter. Safe diving, everyone. On the boat and down below, if you want to stay in the know. If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go! The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard? Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com.